3: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Craft Brewed Sports. I'm Mike with me as always, my main man Scott. It's Craft Brewed Sports. It's time to tap that keg of sports knowledge. You pump all poor. Deal? You. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, man? We Not had a, a we had a week world. off.
1: We did. Good old Labor Day.
3: Ah, oh, those three-day weeks kill me, man. I miss doing the show.
1: Not recording Fridays. Sucks. Yeah, it does. It changes everything about my Friday night. I
3: went to see an FC Cincinnati game, though. I Took went to in... bed at like 8.
1: Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> <laughs> I think I woke back up, though, at, at 10 and stayed up for a little while so I wouldn't seem so pathetic, but yeah, it was awful. Yeah, that
3: sounds, that sounds terrible. Mm-hmm. Not even like you got super drunk and just like nope. passed out. You just... Yep, just yep. fell asleep at I'm 10. I'm just an old guy now.
1: <laughs> yep, I'm just old as shit.
3: <laughs> oh, great, man. Well, good. I'm glad, to, I'm glad to be back. We got an awesome episode.
1: We do. This very, is, very I've been excited guest. for this episode for a while. Yes. Miss Catherine Nero is in the booth with Yay! us. Yay! And Catherine. Yes, yes. Longtime friend. Yes. Coworker. Welcome to the show. Thank you Thank for coming
2: you. on. I'm yeah, so glad to on. be here.
3: This is, this is exciting. Are you nervous about doing totally this
0: show? Totally nervous. <laughs> <As you laughs> More said. so nervous to see you at, in the evening times. After like hours. You're like, a, like a vampire or something. Yes. sleep at eight. That's just like me, though. I <laughs> wake up so early. It's like, what time is it now?
1: <laughs> well, Catherine and I have worked together at uh, Channel 9 here in Cincinnati for quite some time mm-hmm. now going on eight years, although we've worked more closely within the last, like, what, four?
0: I don't know what the people at work are thinking, but our desks are always, like, next to each other. Oh, that's yes. bad news. Even when it's we've switched terrible. It <laughs> yeah. It's terrible. You will walk in literally and have, like, it, like, material. You're like, what do you think about this? Like, it's not even like, good morning, how are you? Usually it's move out of the way, let me put my stuff in your refrigerator, and also... Here what do you are the think seven things this? I want to talk about today. No, it's great though. It's been it's been a, it's, it you're a, at the very least an entertaining part of the day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, it's the 10, 10 o'clock in the morning pick me up for caffeine. Yes, because yes,
0: that's the time you start dipping. Yes. The caffeine wears off and you gotta wake back up.
1: Yeah, what time do you get started in the morning?
0: Uh, I I get to work at three. Holy shit. Yes, exactly.
1: Which you think is early, but when I fill in on the morning shift, I'm actually there before her, so I get to greet her at three o'clock oh, in the morning yes. when she gets there. Yes. yes.
0: Yeah. So up at 45 at work at three, it's early, it's early, but it, it works out. It, you know, I'm off at eleven, so you can't really complain. When you can take No, it, you
3: can still complain. If you have to be at work by three, point. you can right. totally complain. <laughs> I'll about allow
0: that. it. <laughs> I actually like it though. I mean I hate to say that, but I feel like this is karma paying me back. I refuse to take any classes in, in single digits in college. <laughs> like I'm like, ten o'clock's early second due, sir. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but you need to keep your scholarship. I'm like, Mm-mm, sorry. <laughs> it's so this is a required course. Like, I'm going another semester I'm then I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just not possible. And here I am. Awake with the, I don't even know who, the drunks. Like I I pass by the White Castle when I'm on my way into work and it's the drunks coming from the bar. I'm like, I just want my coffee. And you're in the line buying a Crave case. it is is not working. It is
1: the only time on any of my shifts that I can safely say that I've seen A wrong, wrong way driver Oh yeah Coming at me one time Wow that's terrifying Going into work at You know 1.30
0: yeah, in the morning Yeah I saw the same thing Exactly same It's, it's, it's Yeah You gotta be on, on Special a guard. breed
1: <laughs> But I'm also driving Sitting there thinking Man I, you know The cops probably think That the only people out At that time of night Are yeah, drunks right. So right. I'm always I, kind of worried About getting pulled over
0: I've been on this shift For 13 years If you can believe it And Wow I've never gotten pulled over And I keep thinking Somebody's gonna pull me over Thinking I'm drunk Yeah um, But it's it's funny though when you when you drive to work at that hour, if your commute is delayed by thirty seconds, you are pissed off. Oh yeah, it's like there's no there's no traffic, and you're like, why is there a backup? It's <laughs> three in the morning, <laughs> you know. And and then like regular rush hour people are like, yeah, uh, we're delayed by forty five minutes daily. <laughs> like yeah, but that's your own problem.
1: So Catherine is our um, co morning anchor along with Chris Riva.
0: I like uh, to think I'm the morning anchor. She
1: is the star of the show, and
0: he's the sidekick. Yeah, (laughs) don't tell him. She's definitely Batman to his
1: Robin, that's for sure. (laughs) But just for those of you who don't know, or might be listening from outside, get hip to Catherine Mm -hmm, Nero. mm -hmm. Oh yeah, but uh, Nero. For those of you who don't know, uh, you used to do sports, Mm -hmm. and you were a reporter back in the day and yep. then you transition over the morning but what are your favorite sports
0: uh to watch i like college football oh so yes th- this weekend is no fun um <laughs> last weekend was great but then so i love college football i love weird sports like horse racing i know that's weird um i like seeing those in person and do not judge but i love nascar i love it <laughs> I love it. I feel like I, I only recently it. found that out too. <laughs> I know. About you, it well, was this too late. In the relationship sports, for everybody. you to hate <laughs> me. I, I did.
1: It was a record skip moment, though. It's like,
0: what do you know about NASCAR? But I, I like college sports in general. College sports, and I went to an FC Cincinnati game as well. Oh, nice! And you gave me new respect for they're, soccer. It's incredible. Legit.
3: Yeah, and I they do it right. It. They really set that up right. I mean, they're doing I a good job. I loved there. it. I loved it. Did you? Uh, what? So, college football is your favorite. Did you play anything when you were growing um,
0: up? I am the least athletic person who's ever walked the earth so I'm eleven. so immediately they're like you can be a jockey or a gymnast
2: <laughs>
0: um, there aren't I too did not too many female jockeys I did not grow up in, an, in a family where horses were you know in the backyard so it's like gymnastics it is I was terrible <laughs> at that so but I remember like this is and this will show my age but like in the 80s I'm like I love Mary Lee Retton I want to be in the Olympics and then I'm like wait a minute I'm terrible at this so then I'm like I want to talk about sports in the Olympics so that's where I kind of like focus my attention so um, but yeah so I'm terrible at everything terrible Terrible, but I love to judge others on their <laughs> capabilities They're, or lack thereof. You're in the right this place. Is, yeah, this talent. show is perfect. For that you. is
1: exactly why we sit here today, <laughs> judging others. What about your beer choices? What type of beers um, are you? Into?
0: Okay, so I'm into girly beers, and I apologize for that. Um, well, it, you
1: are a girl, so it's fair enough.
0: So it's allowed. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah. No, I like anything flavored. Is if it's it, if a beer could be pink, I would drink that.
1: Pink flavored beer.
0: Whatever. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it, the girlier, the better. I like the pumpkin beers right now. I yeah. like grapefruit beers, even though I hate grapefruit. And I also hate pumpkin. But if you flavor something with it, I will drink it. Um, but, I, you know, I'm not going to – This is my theory on beer is I'm not wasting my time on a Bud Light. My husband drinks Bud Light. Like oh it's God. legit also going right out of style.
3: That just made up for the NASCAR comment. Well, uh, you're
0: welcome. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. I give and I take. Back but, on <laughs> even ground. So, so there we go. But, no, I. That's yeah, what she said I I'm generally a wine drinker. You need to stop it. It's not that's what she said anymore. It's the name of the tape.
1: Oh, yes. Fair it's enough. the, name that, of the is, tape. that is our
0: thing That's now, the newest of that's the, what the, she that's said. That's the name of the tape. almost
3: this episode when I spit my beer out. It. <laughs>
0: Watch it now. There's a lot of electronics here. Um, but anyway, nonetheless, I, I drink wine generally. But when I drink beer, I want it to be good. Yes, you know, and it can, be, it can be whatever, but I want it to be good. Um, but, yeah, I love the Oktoberfest beers right now. Um, I like all the fruity you know shandies and grapefruit and all that stuff in the summer
3: do you have a favorite local brewery
0: I like Rheingeist and okay. I know people are like oh it all tastes the same that's why I like it <laughs> <laughs> it all tastes the same I like hops I love it you know Mosaic is my me, favorite give me one or
3: whatever it's <laughs> all gonna be the same yeah, shit <laughs> it is
0: I'm like I'll take them all no Mosaic and Zen are my favorites over there I love Rheingeist. Okay. and Braxton yeah. I like Braxton from Covington that's a good one too. Braxton.
3: yeah that's one we gotta get on here is, oh, yeah, is some yeah, Braxton yeah. beer we haven't had that yet they, I gave you some, some Braxton beer. You Storm,
0: did. I gave you the Storm. Oh, that was actually pretty good. It is yeah, good. Yeah, they make yeah. some delicious There's another beers. one. They're, they have some very good beer over there.
3: Well, Mike, what are we I drinking mean. this week? This week we got Christian Moorline's Oktoberfest. I heard that Nero likes some Oktoberfest beers, so uh, we went out and got some some Moorline. This is also one of the last Cincinnati breweries that we've had on the show. Like we're, We've are we run through a lot of the list. I think we still have to get to Rivertown. Mm-hmm. I don't oh, think yeah. we've had any of theirs yet, but Moreline was... Uh, Surprisingly, one of the last ones we're getting to since it's my favorite brewery. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Moreland
2: <laughs> is your favorite yes. yeah. they do a, a lot of good things. I love yeah, their this selection. They
3: make some good stuff. Yeah, and this Oktoberfest, uh, this is Fifth and Vine. Uh, if you're looking for it in the in the stores, it's a Mars and Beer delicious so far i mean I'm, so i would assume it's fifth and
0: vine because that's where Oktoberfest was yep now Oktoberfest is not there are they going to change the name Ooh. to second and whatever it good is good call do you know what i mean yeah no, they're they just to gonna it. call it
1: streetcar bumped
0: no they have a streetcar <laughs> beer they have a streetcar beer it's called like streetcar ipa they just released oh, it today okay
1: well i mean oh. just the fact that uh, <laughs> <laughs> got moved. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> but yeah so so that's our beer for for the day uh what do you think of it so far
0: Catherine? I enjoy it considering I've had half of it. It is terrible. I'd like another one just to make sure it's as bad as I think it is. I think we can no, arrange that. I do like it. I do like it. It's got an it's 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 a very good one. Very good one. Nice.
1: All right, Mike, it's time to pay some bills. Oh, we got to pay some bills? We right. do. Let's pay some bills. All righty, Upper Deck, as always, is brought to you by audible.com. Fans of Craft Root Sports can test out Audible service with a free 30-day trial offer that includes a free audiobook download. No strings attached. Even if you cancel your trial within 30 days, you still get to keep the audiobook. We recommend Slow Getting Up, a story of NFL survival from the bottom of the pile by Nate Jackson. <laughs> uh, yes, it's that's Slow the, Getting Up. That's, that's just like Cam Newton night. Uh, the real title. I'm surprised the blood. NFL allowed that. <laughs> Jeez. I love
3: that. T- as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, that's the one for this week. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, all you got to do to get your free 30-day trial and free audiobook is head over to audibletrial.com slash sports. That's audibletrial.com slash sports. Uh, or you can just head over to our website, craftbroodsports.com. Click on the Audible Trial link up in the upper left-hand corner. And look,
1: do it. Catherine Nero it. I did it. it. Yeah. If it's good enough for her. It's good enough for you. <laughs> That's so right. get on it. It's not hard. Sign it's up. easy. You get free stuff. What more could you ask for? Exactly.
3: Let's get into the upper deck here. Uh, Scott is heartbroken over this first story. <laughs> uh, Tim Tebow, uh, everybody knows him, the former Florida Gators quarterback and NFL dropout. He uh, <laughs> signed with the New York Mets this week. He is officially a New York Met He's in uh, the organization. They're going to start him off in the Instructional League in Arizona while he still works for ESPN. What a weird situation going on with this Tim T. Made even
1: more weird by the fact that I found out today that he got a $100,000 signing bonus, which makes absolutely no sense. He
0: didn't need $100,000? <laughs> yeah,
1: right, he
0: didn't. In his, po- in his wallet. He right. didn't. Know? What
1: makes it even worse is there's a bunch of minor leaguers who are like, hey, my signing bonus was $1,000. No, the hey, signing bonus was
0: not get... get a free uh, hotel here yeah. for the night. <laughs>
1: you get to say you're part of the team. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is ridiculous from multiple angles. I, I'm a huge Tim Tebow fan. Loved uh... you. How disappointed were you when he
3: signed with the Mets? Because the, the rumor was he was going to the Braves. That yeah. Was, the Braves were in the mix for a One, long time. I didn't have a
1: problem with it. I, just, I really just thought it's all a stunt no matter what. SEC country. you know, They could probably sell some jerseys. It would have been a... Big enough deal For a team that Doesn't make headlines For anything other than High draft picks At the moment So I didn't have a big deal But now that he's a Met Fuck that guy <laughs> He's just an enemy So
0: Unfortunately
3: That's You crossed those
1: lines do. That's all we had to do To get you to start Hating
3: you put Tim Tebow on a, You put on a New York jersey You're dead Change the
0: laundry That's all it takes so
3: Very there simple There you go Let's
1: keep an eye on Tim Tebow's uh, Probably short Major League Baseball career We will be keeping A keen eye on it Uh, sticking with baseball, my favorite story of the week, uh, the Mets were actually in town playing the Reds recently, and one of their starting pitchers, Noah Syndergaard, he went to a trip at the zoo. (laughs) <laughs> but that's not a big deal. The fact that he was wearing a Harambee T-shirt was an r i p ode to Harambee, the Fallen gorilla here in Cincinnati. Uh, the better part was that somebody took a picture of it and put he posted on it as an Instagram. They blurred out a section on his leg <laughs> And hashtag it dicks out for Harambe. <laughs> <laughs> this was my favorite thing of the week. Loving us some Harambe here on Kraft Sports. Loving us some Harambe here in Cincinnati. Can't get enough of this. I don't know how the meme started, but that's
3: amazing. I don't know how that, they've
0: continued. That's yeah. my thing. I get how they started. Maybe. I don't know. But how they've continued. I don't it's get this. It's blown up now.
3: It's
1: crazy. Found up. a website today, American AF. Dot com oh. that has a uh, shot glass that says take a shot Harambe took one for you and it's got a picture of Harambe with a American bandana on his head
0: so like, last fantastic. last week uh, college game day there were Harambe signs in the background yeah, It was like Les Miles way. killed Harambe <laughs> no I mean I got emails from like friends in Georgia in Memphis they're like hey Thinking of you watching College Gate Day. I mean, it's SEC country. That's all they do. Thanks. I don't know.
1: Good times. Harambe lives on. His memory will live on forever. R.I.P. Harambe. Thanks, Noah Syndergaard.
3: Uh, let's switch over to soccer news. I think this may be our first soccer story. On the podcast. That That was an Olympics. Yeah, there was an Olympics. (laughs) Uh, FIFA is actually considering expanding the World Cup to 40 teams. They currently have 32, so they're looking to add eight teams to their their upcoming tournaments. They're also considering having North America host 2026. Um, Not just the U.S., not just Mexico, all of North America. So Canada, U.S., and Mexico would all share the host duties. Um, Canada hosted in 2015. There was a lot of backlash for their hosting. Uh, they didn't like their turf. The U.S., the most recent hosting, was 94. And then Mexico was 86. So this would be the first time that multiple countries host the World Cup since South Korea and Japan co-hosted in 2002. Weird stories coming out of FIFA. I didn't I didn't even know that South Korea and Japan co-hosted. I never knew that there was the possibility either. to co-host yeah, me the neither, World Cup.
1: I- I also it was is this men and women or is this just for the men's World Cup? I think that this is the separate. men's World Cup. But they're separate yeah. entities, so I'm wondering if they're because, thinking about doing it yeah. both. But
0: you know what though? I've always thought this with the Olympics. And if you look back, Beijing and then the most and then Rio. One city cannot sustain a big event like this. Now I realize the World Cup is all over. Like when it was yeah. here in ninety four, it was like LA, it was Chicago, it was everywhere. Yeah. But it kind of makes sense. In that one if they were to if you were to think about this in the in the terms of okay big giant sporting event, Olympics, World Cup, what have you. It does kind of make a little bit of sense because what's the difference in traveling from LA to Chicago for games and then maybe Mexico City to Dallas or whatever you know wherever that's you're going. That's
3: fine, but what if it's like Mexico City and then your next game is like Toronto? Well, my, I would hope
0: they would cool. figure that yeah, out. Just,
1: like, my guess is they'll do it by pools and everything. So
3: that and if you're, you're in really a plane,
0: it far. It matter. yeah,
1: far travel would be like for the final. But I mean, you think about it like
0: yeah. if you're going, you know, across the country. I don't. I don't know. I. If it's going to make more sense financially, I think or it's for
1: cool, the game right?
0: maybe it yeah, makes I, more sense. I, I like the overall.
1: idea of having an an entire continent versus just the one locale. Yeah,
3: it should be interesting. I, I kind of hope that comes to fruition. Although it is always cool to be like, ah, U.S. is the host. Fuck everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, all right, U.S. is the host with Mexico and Canada. Most people think <laughs> the United
2: States
1: is North America anyway, so right, sure. <laughs> they're not going to notice. Uh, story from one of our uh, fan, friends of the show, Jim Ballot, uh, Northwest Missouri. Missouri. Missouri State is putting GPA stickers on the helmets of their players that achieve over a 3.0. I love it. I I think it's a stupid idea. I love it. I kind
2: of like it. But I, I
1: think that if you're going to do it, though, you should do it for every player. Not no. just say Well no, because what if you have a two point nine nine and it's like sorry you're just you're, you're lumped in with the idiots who have you a lot You know one? what
2: I
0: say to that guy? Study harder.
1: <laughs> Come on. <laughs> it's a don't get a little bit of
0: extra credit from your philosophy professor, is what I say. <laughs> that's BS. I see that's I like it. that's my thing. I'd
1: have like a two point nine eight and they'd be like, oh, look it's just another dumbass football player, couldn't get couldn't get a three point and I'm like I'm right on
3: the border, bro. I mean, is it 2.98 or 3.0? It is not. No, it's not. <laughs> right. So, although
0: you could round,
3: so, yeah, you could round, and more yeah, than likely, TV, they're we don't do math. Round. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. but I think, I think that's awesome. I think. I mean, you get stickers for making tackles and touchdown catches but you should get really, rewarded what do for you get stickers for like Ohio State you really get stickers if you
0: put your pants on right <laughs> like by the end of the season it's like Buckeyes all the way over the over the face <laughs> we ran out of room guys there are not that many good plays. no there's really make not. room for a 3.0 GPA sticker. is what I say can
3: it I think no. I'm consuming the hell out of that. I think that's a great idea. For if we're going to carry on with this myth that these guys student are student athlete, athletes, yeah. then let's reward the ones who actually are student
1: athletes. Why perpetuate the myth then? Because <laughs> <laughs> there are still student
0: athletes. Oh, well. There's still dudes well, let that me are tell like, you, hey. at Northwest Missouri State, they're student athletes. <laughs> <laughs> I assume they all are. There's no first-round draft picks I'm guessing, at Northwest Missouri. I'm State. There's
3: Alabama. no no-round
2: draft picks <laughs> <laughs> out of there. <laughs>
3: I think it's a good idea. I say all schools should adopt it, and then we can uh, really realize how dumb Alabama is. <laughs> Let's switch over to. You Beer know now. they all
0: take online classes now. Every one of them take online classes. They don't that even go to me. school. That doesn't. Surprise uh, me at all. They don't we ain't even here to, go play to school. school. What? It, uh, 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 let, let, <laughs> student athletes. Uh, no, 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 we ain't here to about. play school. But yeah, so like they don't even like show up in that class <laughs> of three hundred the way they did when I was in school. I was in class with Anfernee Hardaway, I just want to say. Oh my God, that's amazing. When he showed
1: up. And Scottie Pippen visited her dorm room.
0: That's accurate. (laughs) (laughs) That's a long story. He wouldn't set foot in it because he knew it would be a liability issue.
1: (laughs) Scottie Pippen's smart as shit. These kids now are dumb. Smart until he uh, invested all his money in that yacht and went broke. But <laughs> other than that, yeah. Smart. <laughs> other than that. <laughs> kind
3: of smart. Yeah. Uh, let's switch over to some beer news. I think I may have found my NHL team. You found your NHL team uh, on the last episode. Uh, I may have found them now. People are probably going to call me a frontrunner for, front uh, for this, but it's not for the reasons that you guys think. I'm all about chasing the beer. The San Jose Sharks announced that they are partner- partnering with uh, Gordon Biersch Brewery.
0: Oh, yeah, they make good garlic fries. Gory. <laughs> they do. I would never have known that. If you go to a, like, seriously, if you go to a, a Giants game, they have, like, the whole place. Oh, that's the same place? Same place. Yeah. Oh, they smell like those, garlic. Those garlic fries are delicious. There you have I it. I know know who it is. Continue. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Anytime.
3: God, I, no, you please just jump up in there. Well, they are partnering with San Jose and they're making a chum red ale this year. Chum. It's going to be oh, the, it's San jo- yeah, the San it. Jose Sharks. Yeah, oh. the San Jose Sharks are going to have their own beer. It's going to be available at the SAP Center and local establishments throughout San Jose. I think whenever a team gets their own beer, I'm on board with that
2: team.
0: <laughs> FC Cincinnati has their own beer too. They do. You know blood that? orange, uh yeah. blood orange IPA. That's right. Is that Borland? So you so you're all on it board, line, line. right? Yeah. You
1: all on board with LSU? Remember when we talked about oh, the LSU has their own beer? Beer? Yeah. Yeah. LSU yeah. Yeah. their own beer? Yeah, LSU does have their own beer. Damn yeah. it. Yeah. Okay, I came back to bite you in the ass real quick, didn't it? <laughs> Scott no it holes in my theory. Yeah. yeah. That's what I thought. I do like I do like Les Miles. Does that count? Yeah, you can like them as like your water or something <laughs> soon too when he gets fired from LSU he's going to be at LSU much longer
3: <laughs> well I think it's cool that San Jose Sharks are going to have their own beer that is and, pretty cool uh, I think more teams should partner with breweries and get their own beers I think that's cool
1: and last but not least, uh, we've kind of missed all of the Kaepernick saga. We We're did. not going to redo all of it, but anyway, this week, by the time you listen to the show, allegedly, supposedly, the Seattle Seahawks are planning something for the first game of the season. Haven't stated exactly what it's going to be. They haven't decided whether it's going to be a sit down, or kneel down, or whatever's going on, or if it's just going to be some show of patriotism, but as a team, they are thinking about doing something. We won't know until after the show's recorded, and after the show airs, what that is, so maybe we'll talk about it later, but uh, interesting takes all around on the Kaepernick stuff for the last two weeks, and it's gotten kind of ridiculous. I'm surprised
3: it's still going. Like I thought for sure when it first happened, I was like, "Well, we're never going to be able to talk about this because it's going to be dead by the time we get back on the air." See, I feel yeah. like
0: it's, more more people are well last night, up Last yeah. night, Brandon Marshall took it. Exactly. right? Her, the Megan Rapinoe for the uh, you know the soccer players. Rapino, yeah, but rapino you're right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, she did it too. So I mean, it's and then they kind of. You see what they did in their soccer game. They the, they the moved it up early. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. It that was bush, bush came league as shit. Was oh, it? Man. It was bush league. What?
0: Well, if if you disagree with it, but if you if you yeah. think that what he's doing is inappropriate, I guess, or what she's doing at this point, uh, yeah. I mean, at the very least, they they avoided the confrontation.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think that's the most frustrating thing about it is everybody is focused on the protest itself and not the message behind it. Like, totally. Now everybody's talking about, oh, well, what athlete now is going to take a seat mm-hmm. or take a knee instead of, hey, Kaepernick brought up some shit. Can we talk about that? Yeah. But they're not. Everybody's like, the anthem.
0: And it's more an ad- attack on the person, whichever person right. it is. is Yeah. Rather than the.
3: People are more worried about the oh, protest Oh, Brandon Marshall itself, took some
2: stuff
1: on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. We talked about it today. He was like. I don't know if it was at the game or just on Twitter or what, but a lot of n-bombs dropped on him when he took the knee last night. Of so. course, because yes. people on
3: Twitter are ridiculous. It's like, hey, uh, do you realize you're proving exactly what Kaepernick exactly. is talking about? <laughs> yeah, you're proving the point of your kneeling. You <laughs> fucking asshole. I hate people online. <laughs> Not, the not fans of this show. You guys are great. You're the best. <laughs> Go
1: sign up for Audible. <laughs> <laughs> that is Upper Deck brought also to you by Also like my audible. Facebook page <laughs> while you're at it. No, I'm kidding. Yes. And sign up for anything Catherine Nero. <laughs> anything.
3: <laughs> so that's, that's going to do it for Upper Deck. I, I mean, I think we touched on something there. Mm-hmm. that I just don't understand how that message is getting lost. It's kind of crazy to me that, that everybody is just blowing over that part of it.
1: But whatever. Yeah. Well, and then there were the people that said, yeah, give, why isn't he giving money? He gives money. Oh, well, um, Uh. still don't like it. Uh, you know, first it was the vets thing. And then the vets came out and said, you know, yeah. hey, we don't have a problem with it. Or, you know, there was a contingent of them that didn't have a problem with it. And then it was the money thing. And then he gave money and people who don't want to actually answer the real questions behind what he's
0: doing. I think the most interesting Put part of this series. is that his jersey is the number one seller on NFL.com. That yeah. should tell people a lot of things. Right. That me. doesn't happen by accident. No, no, it doesn't. People who would he's never he's a backup. Otherwise... who might not even make the team. Well, yeah, at the time thought you might not. He yeah. might not even make the team. The fact that it is number one amazes me.
1: Yeah, and it was number one a few years ago when he was right, playing well and took him to the Super Bowl and everything. And, you know, I don't wear jerseys for people younger than me, so I'm not going to get a well, cat jersey. Well, then you'll never wear it. a jersey. Yes, I'm done pretty much wearing jerseys, except for when, except when I, for, I wear my throwbacks. Do You're the, like, come does on, the senior Reese? Tour
0: and the PGA have jerseys? Because you it. could do that one.
1: <laughs> wow. Anyways,
0: so, you know, I've never thought
1: about it, but I, I, it b- blows my mind that people have started buying it and you got to imagine that it's not even it's non-football fans because it wouldn't just shoot up to number one if it was football fans of other teams they're not going to go buy jerseys Mm -hmm. and it's obviously not 49ers fans because they probably already have jerseys but these are fans that are or people that are just like oh i support that guy and here's how i'm gonna do it yeah that's amazing and he gets
0: i did not know this till this week he gets two-thirds of that money Yep. He gets two thirds of every jersey well, sold. That's why he
1: said he was going to turn around. And exactly, give it back. exactly. So. But
0: I mean, that is if you support him, that's the way to do it because the money's going to go where he, you know, yeah. where he wants it to, to go.
3: What do you say? A million yeah. dollars, his first that he million dollars. Yes, first million, and
0: year. all of the proceeds from his jerseys. That's amazing.
1: And then yesterday, the 49ers also donated a million dollars to. Separate causes. So see it's, his his stance. The York family turned. is doing good, Scott. You hate the York family, but they're doing good. They did one good thing, and it wasn't on the field, so <laughs> they're not getting all my credit. Yet. They get they get this one gold star, <laughs> but it doesn't make up for the last three. Is years. it a
0: helmet star?
1: No. <laughs> okay. They don't get the three star. That's for sure. <laughs> but anyways, it was it was a good thing, and I'm happy that they did it. But um, you know, it, it's nice to see that. If nothing else, two million dollars came out of this, so it works. Protest work. I mean, you know, once you get past all of the surface level crap, yeah, you know, that's two million dollars that these causes didn't have before.
3: Yeah, the thing that drives me crazy about it is Kaepernick wasn't like. Out in the forefront about it He wasn't like trying Mm -hmm. He wasn't like Waving a flag Or anything Like he just sat down And everybody else Ran with it If you
0: look at the first Couple of pictures Of him sitting on the sidelines It was like some dude Taking a picture of Hey I'm at the 50 Look at my seats And oh by the way Like in the very bottom corner You could see him sitting there It is interesting It wasn't a big deal Until
1: yeah it wasn't a
3: I don't want to blame
0: the media, but until it became a big deal. <laughs>
1: well, no, I mean, he had sat out the first few games, and I say right. I didn't notice, but the night we recorded with uh, Brendan, apparently that was the night and somebody noticed, and Sam Weish was the first one mm-hmm. NFL reporter, was the first one to go ask him, like, "Hey, you know, why are you sitting?" And that's when it became a story. He broke that story, and I'd say, yeah. but he had been doing it for the first few games already, right. anyway, and nobody took notice, so the media did pretty much start everything. But it's good that. Thanks. 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 I'm a part of the media. I can rail on the media if I'm part of it. It's like making black jokes. I'm allowed. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So, switching gears
3: off of that. (laughs) So, Catherine, you mentioned a little bit earlier about how uh, you watched the Olympics, you wanted to be an Olympian, and then you were like, I just love the Olympics. Is that. What got you into journalism to start with?
0: Or? Um, okay. so the the weird thing is I was horrifically shy as a kid. like wouldn't talk really. In class. I wouldn't talk in class. I was like the perfect student. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so, perfect attendance, all that mess. And so, nerd. I my last name is Nero. It's one letter away from nerd. And if it's in block letters, it might as well be nerd. So it was appropriate. Um, but, but yeah, I, I just, I don't know. I always like to write. I always, I love, I grew up in SEC country, I grew up in Memphis. And if you think about where Memphis is, we, you're at the epicenter of all these schools, Arkansas, Vanderbilt, Ole Miss, Mississippi state, um, Tennessee's huge in Memphis. Of course, the University of Memphis, which is where I went to school. Alabama's huge in Memphis. My family's from Alabama. I grew up an Auburn fan. So, I mean, I just – this was, like, what I grew up doing is watching football. And I mean watching football. My dad didn't have boys; we had two girls, so he had to do the best with what he got. <laughs> My sister's super artsy, so he's like, "All right, you're it. Let's go." <laughs> he's like, "Let me see you run. Nope, you suck at that too. All right." So, Mr. We're Nero gonna...
1: is awesome, by the way. Have met him uh, on occasion. He, he right over. He came on Christmas Day to the station. It was Thanksgiving. Wow. No. Was it Thanksgiving? Oh, okay, yeah, one yeah, of those okay. holidays, and
0: he was there. He was awesome. He That's liked great. you as well. A little bromance. Yes, um, but anyway, so. Um, w- that's kind of how it started. Is that I would watch all these games and I love them, and I like to write and I like to read. And I like to read and I liked to, uh, read about them. I would. I mean, I was telling somebody this week that I wrote a. Le- oh, God, this is so geeky. I wrote a letter to a um a, a newspaper columnist, like because I thought she was awesome. Hey, can you give me a recommendation for my seventh grade newspaper? Because you have to have a recommendation. She's like, all right, fine, whatever. <laughs> but like, that's what I was. That was the crazy geeky kid I was. But I love media. That's amazing. I love it. But I always wanted to do this. And my mom says all the time, she's like, you know, at a certain point I was like, all right, um, you're crazy shy. I think you need to find another line of work. She's like, she was this close to telling me that. And I don't know what happened, but my senior year, I, I guess I came out of my shell and now I can't stop talking. So that's good because that's the job description, right? It's just talk for two and a half hours. Um, But, yeah, so that's how it came about. I started in sports and loved it, and that's always what I wanted to do and did it for seven years before moving on to
2: news.
1: That's amazing. Well, how is it, though, for a woman in the sports world, you know, being in locker rooms and covering, you know, mostly men's sports? Like, talk about how that goes.
0: when I was in college, so I went to the University of Memphis, and my uh, job was I worked for the sports information department. And so that was like the, you know, you ran the stats. Like, back in the day, it meant, like, literal, physical pieces of paper. Like, this is the you know, play-by-play um, play from the first half of the football game, and I would run them off and hand them to the media people. I did that
1: my freshman year, at It was awesome. For the basketball
0: team, yeah. <laughs> I can fix any copy machine as a result of that job. I'm like, I got this, everybody. I got it. Um But anyway, so I was always around sports and, you know, did all this stuff. Along the way, it, and this was my first um kind of – foray into like women in locker rooms and things like that. I remember Lynn Zinzer, who worked for the Philadelphia Inquirer and she was with the Commercial Appeal in Memphis for years. They would not let her in the locker room at the University of Memphis games, which I think at the time was Memphis State, but anyway. Um, And I was in school. I went to school when it was a hybrid. It was Memphis State when I started, University of Memphis when I finished. So um, we went and what they would do is pull the athletes out to interview with her first, and she's like, that's not fair either. Because as any reporter knows, like that first. You get the scoop. You get the yeah. best stuff. Wow. By the time the second and third and fourth and fifth person are interviewing them, it's like, wait a minute. You've said this three times already. And now, like, there's a lot of deuses. There's a lot of, like, like Xavier, I know, pulls the guys out and puts them on a, you yeah. know, in a podium. So everybody. So every- and you know what? That's fair. Yeah. Because there is nothing weirder than going into a locker room with a bunch of naked men. No. Man or woman.
1: No, because then they call them the gold gangbangs. I love that name Don't for all the, bangs. the all the reporters standing around one
0: one athlete. So that's my point. So what, what happened with Lynn Zinzer was that they would call it the Zinzer Dome. They literally had an area with like a curtain where they would pull these athletes over and she would get to enter them view them first. And she was the first to say, No, this isn't right. Like
2: Good this isn't her, fair though. to
0: the dudes that are doing the same job I am. What is the problem here? So, so that said, this is me at 17 years old hearing this. And then by the time, you know, I did internships and here I was covering sports at, you know, 22 or 23 in Memphis going to these locker rooms. And it's like, you know, the old joke eyes to the sky because I'm 4'11". I'll just leave it <laughs> at that. <laughs> 411 anyway so (laughs) it's awkward and it's weird but you had to establish yourself as like knowing what the hell you know what you're talking about right so like I, I know that people thought she's asking the same question 14 times but I felt like in my world and I was not the first woman in sports in Cincinnati by any means but I was generally the only woman in a locker room whenever I was in one and so you just have to Try a little harder. Prove yourself a little bit more. And then once you do, it's fine. Everybody gets it. But I remember one time it was Achilles Smith when he was his Bengals uh, great. Bengals great. (laughs) (laughs) Remember that great series of draft picks that the Bengals had? (laughs) Well, Achilles Smith, who came from Oregon. Like you're thinking, all right, he's been around the block. Mm -hmm. Well, he started for one year, but whatever. Oregon um, State. Well, exactly. Yes. yes. So he came here, and I'm like, he's got to know people. He, I mean, he's got had to have been covered by national media before. He walks in, and he looks at my photographer, who's a man, and goes, well, "What's she doing here?" And he goes, <laughs> he was like, "Oh, she's fine. She's fine." Well, we do what you like to call the gang bang,
2: <laughs> and
0: understand at this time, I guess we were at Synergy Field, and and it was tight to say the least like not a giant locker room and so the only place for me to go was directly in front of him (laughs) and he was sitting with his legs open and a towel draped across the front of him and that was all (laughs) and so my photographer goes hey kneel down right there and I'm like no I'm not doing that so what I ended up doing was essentially standing behind him finagling my arm around him like for a good and so the interview is like six minutes or whatever i'm sh- my arm is shaking like i am like a, an olympic weightlifter you know and i'm carrying a, like a six ounce microphone but i'm holding it in this awkward position because i'm like i'm not kidding i there and then afterwards i'm like do you understand what you and he was like yeah okay you're right that was not that was not a good thing but, and so it was just an awkward situation. It was an awkward situation. It's a
3: good thing to ask a man or a woman to no. do. No, yeah, right he there. wasn't
0: thinking. In, in his mind, he was like, oh, we got to get this interview. Just stick your back right there. And it's like, no. My, my Hashtag husband,
1: dicks off Nero.
0: Thank you. Uh, whatever it takes. My husband always says, he goes, I'm the most confident man in America. Because at the time, he's like, my, my wife goes into a locker room filled with, you know, perfect men in perfect physical shape. Completely naked, who are millionaires, and she comes home to me.
2: I'm like, <laughs> to yeah, be fair, there.
0: Bob is a great physical specimen himself. No, he? <laughs> he, he should not be so, you know, no. self-deprecating. No, but but the, the bottom line is, it's a weird situation to be in. To, to have any, like, to be in any locker room with any naked person that is not you is weird. It's weird. Oh, the yeah. whole situation I've is been weird. Seriously, you would never <laughs> see the opposite. You would never see a man in a woman's locker room. They figure that out. And now, in most cases... Because dudes as, are creepers. Dudes are creepers. <laughs> like, that's why. But, yeah. I mean, in most cases, they figured it out. There's, like, a holding area. There's, like, a little... Like, a lobby. A bullpen. Yeah. And it's like, okay, you can interview me here, and then I'll go back to the locker room back there. Um, but, you know, the Reds locker room the Reds clubhouse is the same way. Like, you... You, you know, you're walking in and it's in and out and there they are coming out of the shower. They're doing interviews with towels on and it's very weird. But, you know, as long as you establish yourself as not being a creeper yourself, you're in good shape. <laughs>
1: Who, who's the best interview you've ever done? Like who was your favorite person to interview? Or Sean Casey funny? was
0: probably the best person to interview just because he was, I mean, that dude was always in a good mood. I mean, he could go over a 100 and be like, yeah, all right, let me tell you how awesome today was. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he's just nice. Um, and the, the thing about it is what we don't understand, you know, our job is to go in there and interview people and ask them, okay, this was a terrible game. Tell me about it. This was an awesome game. Tell me about it. And the Austin games are a little easier to tell about. But when you're pissed off and this person comes in, they're in your locker room and they're sticking a mic in your face, we get it. We get it. It's terrible. But that's our job. And I remember one time getting into it with Ken Griffey Jr. He was not a fan. Shocker. He was actually hot and cold with the media. Hot and cold. Mostly cold. Mostly cold. He did have his warm (laughs) moments. Um, But I remember he hit hit some game he hit two home runs, one to win the game. And so we go in there afterwards. And, you know, for T. TV, you're looking for an eight second soundbite. I don't need to know, because the you know the scribes, the the writers would come in and be like, um, in the third inning there was a uh, was it a slider? Was it, <laughs> was it a slider? <laughs> it was like a fourth pitch. Was it a cut
2: fastball?
0: <laughs> or, and it's like I don't give a crap about that. Here's what I need. How did it feel to hit two home runs? But you can't ask that question because you sound like a dumbass, right? So you're trying to finagle this question, you you know. And he looked. And he, I'm like you know two home runs. A you know, whatever the question was. And he was like, meh, 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 meh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and
0: so I asked it again. And I just got so frustrated with him. I'm like, do you understand? We're asking this because the fans want to know. Like they paid their money and they saw you hit two home runs. And do you understand? And this was off camera. And, he, and he, it was like a light bulb went off with him. And he was like, oh, uh, okay. And I'm like, all I need is you just for eight seconds tell me. Yeah, it was great. I'm glad to help the ball club. Anything to, you know, go Reds. What? Generic. I mean, be terrible. Generic. Don't go Post-game. too long. You know what I mean? Like, just eight seconds. <laughs> I don't need you to be specific. Just eight seconds. <laughs> and, Give me the best eight seconds of my life. Hurry up. I'm not telling you that he understood that. And from that point on, he was awesome. But I think that, like, I was so frustrated because, like, he looked at me like I was trying to. Like, get his bank account number or something. Like I, <laughs> all I'm asking you is, how did it feel? Like, that stupid TV question. How did it feel? The, the generic. The genericist of
1: generic.
0: Without asking that, I tried my best to ask that. But anyway, so, you know, you hit... You, it was hot and cold. My other favorite, Oliver Gibson, who used to play for the Bengals. He... Okay. Visiting locker rooms, when you would have to go... We would go on um, road trips with the Bengals. On the plane with the Bengals, which... Let me tell you, it was a story in and of itself. Uh, Like, you walk in, I remember the first time I ever got on one of these planes. Like, the Bengals are legit the last organization that puts media on planes with them to fly to wherever. Because, you know, they charter a Delta Jet or whatever, and they say there's 250 seats. They only have 110, you know, uh, players and personnel or whatever. Mike Brown's cheap. All right, Right, yeah. 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 No, I mean, he doesn't pay. (laughs) But they're like, get on the plane, let's go. We're like, all right, let's go. Well, I remember the first time I come on there, they hand you these goodie bags of, like, just giant candy bars and giant bags of <laughs> ruffles, And I'm like, oh, my God. And I remember our photographers, like, don't eat this. Better stuff is coming. I'm like, how can it be better than snack food? <laughs> the answer is steak. Steak <laughs> is coming. Dove candy bars. Dove chocolate bars. Like, like ice cream bars are coming. Anyway, so we're on this plane. And we would go to these away games. And I covered the Bengals for five years. We never won an away game that I went on a trip. (laughs) Let me just say that's not a fun locker room to be in. So we're at some, I think Baltimore. I don't even remember. Oliver Gibson had this giant um, diamond earring, and it fell out of his ear. And he accused us of stealing it. (laughs) The media? The media. It's always the media's fault. You broke assholes. You stole it. So he was like, and the thing is, like, these locker rooms are so tight. They're so small. And we're all like, okay, let's wait for this interview. And so we're, like, just standing there super quiet as if the guy's not dressing six inches in front of us. So he's got his dress pants on. He's got his dress shirt on. He's putting his tie on. And he's like, where's, where's my earring? And he's cussing us out. You guys stole it, blah, blah, blah. Well, my photographer at the time looks and sees this giant, shiny something in the cuff of his pants. And he goes, Oliver, it's, it's fell in the cuff of your pants. And he goes, Oh. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> He has berated us and cussed us out, and the thing is, we took it, and then we're like, all right, you ready for an interview? Ready to go. As he puts his two-carat diamond earring in his ear that he found in the cuff of his pants after accusing us of stealing it.
3: Hey, Oliver, can I get your ruffles on the plane ride home? Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, that's that. said, They
0: just lost did. a game. They lost a game, and they were mad, and, you know, here we are, like, in their zone, bothering them so I mean that's what you had to deal with <laughs> So you, a long answer you've
3: clearly had some interesting uh, experiences reporting on sports and I, I know mm-hmm. you went to producing the, the sports segment when you were mm-hmm. in Memphis I did. and now you're an anchor so which what do you like better
0: um, as far as a sports fan I kind of like what I'm doing now and the reason is I get to see more of it um, and, and Scott you'll understand this when, when you're in sports you, you think oh this must be awesome you get to see all these great things and you do but I remember one Super Bowl Sunday sitting in the sports um, area back of the old building and I was watching the Super Bowl on an eight inch black and white TV oh and I was like, this sucks. <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> like That's brutal. people all over America who don't even know who's playing this game are at a party watching it on a 50 inch flat screen eating Skyline dip. And I am at work, which is fine but I'm watching it on an 8-inch black and white TV. You know what I mean like yeah. you feel like you're a part of it if you're a part of it. But as an anchor, you're kind of removed from it. Um and it's nights and weekends and you know you get married and have a family and that starts to wear on you. I feel like I go to more sporting events now to enjoy them. I enjoy more sporting events. That's probably a better way to say it. Out of sports than I did when I was in sports.
3: No, that makes sense cuz I feel like when you're in that world and you're like like, if you were to go to a sporting event as a reporter, you're like, oh, I wonder what I... Like, even if you're, you're there for You're constantly thinking, recreational, okay, what, are, yeah. what highlights are we yeah, going to exactly. run tonight? What, what's the clip that we're going to
1: get out of this
0: one? Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know when I was doing sports, it was the same way. It moved out of it more to just news, and you were constantly thinking about getting things done once you got back while right. you were doing them versus just actually... Just Yeah, actually enjoying it. Like, it becomes a job and not... you. You, you don't even know what's actually happening except for oh my god that screwed up what I what was ti- gonna do Yeah. Like, what, what time code is that that
0: I can write down yeah and like and something
1: happens later. and you're like well son of a bitch I had the whole story written now I have to redo it because in the ninth inning they decided they were gonna do
0: this and right. it changes everything and it's three minutes before the show starts <laughs> yeah but you know like we watch the Reds every night in our house every night like my, my daughters are ten and twelve and they like and it's funny because like it's kind of background noise. Like we watch it, we go to games it's and baseball. Stuff. It's but background noise. they'll ask questions like, you know, what's Joey Votto's batting average? I'm like, What? <laughs> <laughs> you're listening, oh my gosh. Like they can name like most of the position players without us like, Okay, let's study this guy's. You know, so it's it's part of what we do and it's part of, you know, how we live, but it becomes more fun than a job.
1: Through osmosis, you're raising them correctly. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yes
3: So uh, Are your daughters Playing any sports Dear God
0: No And thank goodness (laughs) It It happened for a while Let me tell you It was The worst experience One daughter Just not athletic I like to tell her She has other Strengths (laughs) Not a good fit The other one Kind of like soccer Kind of like Softball But now They're both into like Drama and arts and stuff And it works out fine Because what it does Is it leaves Weekends and nights open to go see this stuff. I mean, we took them to to FC Cincinnati, and you know one one of them played soccer, so it was like, okay, you might like it. The other one who hates sports was like, this is kind of fun. And it was like a thousand degrees that day, and I'm like, if you can enjoy this, if you can enjoy this that day, then you can enjoy it any day. (laughs) You know, they love going to Reds games. So I mean, I feel like it's. You know, the same way I was raised, just around sports and liking it. We're going to take them to Keeneland to go see a race. There or, you go. This, for the first time this, this fall. Um, so I, I just feel like that's part of – it should be part of growing up, especially in this area. You've got great sports in this area.
3: I agree. I like I'm doing that with my son is just like I'm exposing him. He's six months old, so he doesn't know what the hell's going on. Anyways. You know <laughs>
2: man. <laughs> right. right. I'm like,
3: all right, we're going to go to a Reds game. And that's right. We're going to go to the FC Cincinnati. You're going to learn all of this shit and be better than dad was. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's the goal.
1: <laughs> right. Well, it, Mike and I had talked a lot about the Olympics on mm-hmm. the last few episodes. And I know you're huge into the, the Olympics. We talked about it at work all the time. But um, as far as women in sports go, as far as like starring and stuff, I know we talked about the whole, you know, them saying a Michael Phelps version of, right. you know, the swimmers and stuff like right. that. Can you talk about just why you think it is that, you know, women's sports don't get some of the respect? And I, I don't want to talk about basketball because for for some reason I feel like women's basketball is almost in its own category. Like Mike and I talked about it. We'll watch just about anything else that has something to do with <laughs> women, but not women's <laughs> basketball. And okay. a lot of women okay. I know, and I, I can't, I don't know if I've talked about this with you, but like won't watch women's mm-hmm. basketball. And I don't know what the stigma is, of that, but what do you think about like why it is that some women's sports just don't hold the appeal? I don't know. Or do? you,
0: basketball's a good question. That's a good question. Um, I think soccer's an easy one because that's your entry sport. Like that's what every kid starts with now. boy or girl and it's co-ed teams for a lot of you know the years but in the olympics specifically i feel like you have like gymnastics gymnastics and swimming are the two and really maybe track and field i feel like those are the ones i mean gymnastics women's gymnastics of course are more popular than men. Yes. And it's not just because of success. No. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's like this continued like tradition of back to Nadia Kovanich, And it's not just Americans. I mean, it's everybody. But I mean, I love, I would watch women's gymnastics. I would watch, like, I watch the NCAA championships. Like, I watch
2: crazy <laughs> stuff.
0: I, but I mean, with the Olympics, if you call something Olympic, I will watch it. I watched handball. Hell, I watched ping yes. oh,
2: wow. right, pong. There, there it is.
0: Table yes. tennis. I'm just
1: gonna leave table now. Ball.
3: See you guys
0: <laughs> later. I watched Kevin, table tennis. I was on board Judo. with handball.
3: I want. I want like to start a handball league in I Cincinnati. Watch everything. That's am- oh my I'm god. I'm like. like I've never heard of this sport. Ever. I'm
0: gonna watch it and yes. I'm, I'm oh gonna root god. for somebody. Oh, the Weight best lifting. guest ever. That's not even a sport. Let's be fair; it's a skill. And I'm like, yes, I will watch this. I will watch all of it. I I couldn't stop watching the Olympics. But so in real life, let's take the Olympics away from it because you're really only talking about that every four years, yeah, or two years, it, it I guess. Excuse the view; it effect, does like a little bit. In real life, and I've been watching the U.S. Open every night this week. That's the only other sport that I can really see men and women adequately like competing for for eyeballs on the mm-hmm. same level and a lot of it is talent level I mean who doesn't want to watch Serena Williams but it it those are the two like tennis tennis is it tennis is it and then like some Olympic sports but I don't know I don't know why other women's sports haven't followed suit I don't know and you know it's interesting also watching the Olympics and hearing the announcers talk about how big certain sports are other parts of the world like track and field is like NFL football is to us right. in most of Europe and mm-hmm. South America. It's amazing. It's am- I mean, We don't get that. And so, like, they knew who Allison Felix is walking down the street. She could walk down the street here and be like, she looks familiar. I'm not <laughs> sure where – did I go to school with her? <laughs> not positive. You know, but, I mean, they know her, like, in the, in the airport. They'll, like, mob her because they know exactly who she is. So, mm-hmm. it, I guess it just depends on the interest level, where you are. And I guess, I mean, I can't explain any American anything. I don't understand. It. <laughs> I can't figure out. Like Harambe, I can't figure it out. What do we like? Harambe in women's sports
1: <laughs> compared We've, since 2016. That
0: at least since <laughs> it's hard to, it's hard to well, figure well, but, out. So
1: do you watch women's basketball at all? No.
0: no I don't. See, but to that, be fair, I don't watch NBA. Okay. And okay, so, so you're just
3: not a basketball.
0: I like college basketball. Okay. That, yeah well okay right. so
1: I a lot of my female friends though will say that like they will watch college basketball and you know it's but m- I don't not, watch
0: women's college basketball. That's so. the thing.
1: No women just don't for whatever reason watch that sport and I'm just like curious to find out or know. figure out what it is like why even women don't you know I don't know, support is a poor word but you know just watch it in general because they'll watch anything else that has to do with women that's on the same plane as men but not that sport. I just think it's hmm. weird.
3: That is kind of strange. Yeah. I, I almost feel like it's, it's, no matter what, you know, like soccer, you can watch women's and men's and it's like, all right, either way, no matter what, the game's going to end up like 2-0, yeah, 2-1. Two, two, one, one, yeah. like, well, but I like women's but, better. No, I, I I'm pr- with you. I agree. Women's I agree, but I feel like with basketball, there is still a big disparity between the men's and the women's sport. Women's tennis, it's still kind of similar. Like there's a like you were saying, yeah. Catherine, there's a, a good talent level there women's uh soccer like i said it's it's kind of the same uh women's golf is even pretty on the on the same level mm-hmm. as men's yeah. golf but basketball there's still such a disparity
0: i think this and when i say skill level i don't mean how good they are but like the types of plays that right. you run in the nba are different than the types of plays you run in the yeah you're NBA. not
3: seeing an alley oop in no. a women's game no you're like, not seeing there's 120 more to
0: 99 right and if you are, it's a lot of layups, you know, <laughs> and that's not the most exciting. And maybe that's no, what it is. Yeah. That, that's,
1: well, that's what, what it, is. it boils down to. But I feel like that's the only sport that I, I guess if I was talking with a group of women about sports and was making fun of women's sports and I, that would be the only one that'd be OK that I could get away <laughs> with. Like where women would be like, yeah, you're right. Like I want to this
0: <laughs> if I was talking with women and making fun of women's sports. No, I'm just yes. saying. It's like an SAT question. <laughs> yes. No,
1: but I mean, women will, you know, defend other women's sports except for basketball. That's the one where they're like, yeah, that sucks. Like, I won't even watch that. And I just find it I weird. wonder if it's the sport in general.
0: You know, I mean, because like they, be. they say, um, you know, like Sports Illustrated's readership is 51% female. That's what they say. Their subscription rate at least is wow. 51% female. NASCAR oh. is about 50-50, men, women. NFL, they say, is 50-50. I don't know about NBA and, and, and college basketball and all that. You know, yeah. so it'll be interesting to it would be interesting to see those numbers and maybe that's why. Maybe it's just well, that Scott, sport. time to
1: start researching, man. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> Google it. I just I just want to ask the question. Somebody else can do the work. <laughs> Listeners, figure that out. Get
2: back to me. <laughs>
1: so, Catherine,
3: this is the uh, the kickoff of NFL. I know you're not a big NFL fan. I
0: like, I like the NFL. I like it.
3: Bengals fan? I'm assuming. Yeah, 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 yeah. How do you think they're going to do this here?
0: That's a fine question. Um,
3: <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that.
0: I, gosh, I really want them. Like in in, I just want to win one one playoff game. I say I, I like I'm yeah. on this no, team. No, you're you're yeah. I I'm a mascot. You. You're a fan. You're <laughs> well, watching. Bengal. I get confused with Bengal all the time. Um, <laughs> no, but I mean it's it. I, I I feel like this is the season. You've got to prove it. You've got to prove it. I love this team. I like Marvin Lewis. I think that there's some talent there, but they've got a breakthrough and they've got to prove that they can do it. And, and you know, it's hard to tell in preseason what really is yeah. happening. And I don't even understand this whole thing. This preseason mess. <laughs> it is just it's a, a mess. Joke. Preseason's a joke. It's a joke. And you're paying the same price to go to that game as you <laughs> are to go to the last game of the season. I just don't get it. So it's hard to tell. So it's we'll a see game one. It is a racket. We'll see you game one. How this goes. But I, I do hope for the best for them. I do.
3: If they don't win a playoff game, do you think uh, Marvin's on the hot seat? No.
0: And I think that's because of Mike Brown. I think that he's kind of, he's Stupid. like, hold on, no. An idiot. <laughs> R.C. told. <Dump. called>? Um <laughs> Are they buying $10 beers? Okay, we're good. We're good. <laughs> I mean, that's really, I feel like that's, it, that's all, it's a bottom line thing for yeah, him. Yeah, it is. It's a bottom line thing. And, and they're making money. They're making crap loads of money. And unfortunately, it's not trans they're not terrible. That's a thing. Like we're like, oh, they're terrible. No, they're going to the playoffs. They're just not winning. That's not enough. Though. No, it's, it's so not frustrating.
3: Like, as a, a Bengals fan and a Notre Dame fan, that's basically my football teams are like, hey, we're just good enough right. to let you down when it counts.
0: You know, I always say, I mean, I'm a transplant to Cincinnati. My husband grew up here and he you know he was there for 4192 he was there for the world series he was at those games and i always say like all i want like a sports bucket list if you're going to have that i want one, one singular i would prefer reds i want one home playoff game win that's all <laughs> i've been here 19 years and i've not seen this Good i God. want one win I went to two straight years of Reds playoffs games. Like, yeah, yeah, here we go. Oh, this is my it. God. That lost giant
3: series is was terrible. I still and have nightmares of that.
0: I, ju- I mean, I just want <laughs> – and really, my heart is with the Reds, if I'm going to pick. My heart is with the Reds. But even with the Bengals, just one – like that – the the the, the lag year. and the, Like, it's always something. <laughs> is it always something? And it's just like I remember – you remember where you were when they lost that game, and you remember where you were. And it just – I just want – one year where you can hang your head on. Well, we won one playoff game. Just how one. How sad is that's, that? No,
3: I'm with you. I'm <laughs> how totally sad with is that? you. I agree. I'm with you. So, uh, in in uh, full disclosure to our audience here. We record these shows Friday nights. That's when we record, and uh, the shows obviously get released on Sundays to everybody here. Uh, So we are in a weird spot with football season. Like This hasn't been a problem for us so far uh, because we've talked about pretty general topics. But now that football season's here and we're releasing shows on Sundays that have been recorded on Fridays, we don't know what the fuck has happened this weekend. I don't know uh, who won on Saturday. I don't know who won on Sunday. And every sports show has their picks and their predictions.
1: We've got uh, a workaround. <laughs> we have got a workaround.
3: We, we did. We, uh, we figured out our way to kind of get around that.
1: New segment alert.
3: <laughs> new segment. And, Catherine, I kind of want you to kick this new segment oh, off. Oh, okay. Uh, so we are going to debut okay. Miss Cleo's... Memorial football picks.
1: God rest her soul. R.I.P. Miss <laughs> Cleo.
3: So, Catherine, uh, mm-hmm. give us your Miss Cleo oh. pick for the Bengals this week. Do
0: I need a score? Does Miss Cleo need a score?
3: Miss Cleo can do whatever the hell okay. Miss Cleo I wants. Let me summon Miss Cleo. It's the Bengals versus the Jets yes. this week.
0: Yes. Bengals win. Okay. All right. Miss Cleo is telling me ah, she's Bengals win from the beyond but by less than two touchdowns. I'm not going to go score. She's not giving me numbers. Less than two less touchdowns. than, than,
3: two, than touchdowns. two touchdowns, yes. All right. Well, there you go. There you have it. First Miss Cleo pick. Bengals over the Jets by less than two touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. so
1: that's going be anything. <laughs> Nailed it.
3: Scott, who do you got for your uh, for your college pick this week?
1: Well, uh, looking into the future, Mike, um, I'm gonna stay up all night tomorrow night into the wee hours of the morning so that I can watch the uh, USC Trojans. And though last Ooh. week, <laughs> 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 last week they were the ones who were stomping nuts on the field <laughs> against <laughs> Alabama, <laughs> it was the Tide who stomped their nuts on the scoreboard. <laughs> But after a week of icing their balls, the Trojans pull out their rubbers. <laughs> wow. And they are going to lay into the Aggies of Utah State to the tune of 45 to 10. Whew. But that's not that shocking when it's revealed that Reggie Bush suited up <laughs> for USC. And not only did he, despite the NCAA ban, <laughs> help the team win, Kim Kardashian West was on the sidelines cheering him on. Kanye cannot be reached for comment. <laughs> Mike, what do you got for college this week? What do you see? Fucking Reggie
3: Bush. Sorry. <laughs> I still hate him after 2005. I am going to look into this crystal ball. I, uh, I'm i not as surprised at this upset after Tennessee struggled in week one with Appalachian State, but Virginia Tech is taking down Tennessee at Bristol Speedway this week. Woo! This is a big game. First ever game at Bristol Speedway. Biggest attended game in uh, NCAA history. Virginia Tech is going to win 24-10. Mm. Biggest surprise, though, when the game was delayed 35 minutes after halftime when all the confused NASCAR fans <laughs> showed up, uh, set up their RVs on the 50-yard line, yelling, we
0: got infield tickets. It's just that they've never seen a, a, a black person at Bristol Motor Speedway.
3: Yes. That's
0: all it is. It's
1: confusing. Luckily, the refs were able to
3: uh, get control, clear them out. But that definitely screwed up Tennessee, who had the momentum starting the second
1: half. Ah, uh, as we move on to the NFL, I'm I'm feeling a warm sensation. And
0: do you want to well, be alone? No, no,
1: <laughs> no. But it's it's dark. It's dark for some reason. I'm I'm seeing the crystal ball, and well, every now and then I'm getting flashes of uh, a number fifty two jersey. It looks like a Raiders oh, no. jersey. Yeah. Oh no, we're in New Orleans, and it it appears that I'm. Drew Brees. I'm tapping into Drew Brees. And oh, that 52 wow. jersey, that's, that's Khalil Mack. And uh, the soon-to-be Las Vegas Raiders, uh, they apparently <laughs> keep putting me on my back all day. And oh, whoop, I just caught a glimpse of the scoreboard. And uh, in the Raiders-Saints game, I see the Oakland Raiders have beaten by New Orleans Saints by a score of 24 to 17.
3: Ooh. Wow. Oh,
1: good pick. Yes.
3: Yeah. I uh, I'm also feeling kind of a warm sensation now. It's getting warmer and warmer. Like it's almost burning a little bit. I see a There's a, Here's a lion. medicine for that. <laughs> <laughs> she
2: totally beat me to it.
3: <laughs> I uh, I see a lion and a horse. They're battling. They're both struggling to do any type of charge. It's just a lot of retreating. Oh wait, I get it now. It's it's the Colts and the Lions, not able to mount any offense on either side. A lot of uh, blues. A <laughs> lot, lot of struggling here. But the Colts do end up coming on top of the Lions, thirteen to six. That warm sensation. It's it's really burning. Oh, it's my chair. It, I'm on the hot seat. I'm Jim Caldwell. I'm on the hot seat. Ah, about to get fired for losing you did to the there. Colts. That's been Miss Cleo's picks, everybody. a week. Wow.
0: (laughs) Miss Cleo started strong.
3: Yes. Debuting a new segment with Catherine Nero.
1: Yeah. Mike and I thought it was just boring to just pick a couple games and just do a scores. So (laughs) we just went on ahead and added our own spin to it. So we'll be doing that every week, picking a couple college games, picking a couple NFL games, and...
3: I think the best part about it is like next episode when we get to just make fun of the other person for being totally wrong on their picks. That's going to be the best part. Miss Cleo said what
1: last week? She's a liar, (laughs) just like she wasn't her in real life. (laughs) That's why she was sued. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, she was, wasn't she? she? Yes. Ah, please, nobody sue us for this. No, Miss Cleo's estate. Don't come after us.
3: They might sue us. That's a good point. People are going to bet based on our predictions. Yeah, we're fucked.
1: Well, if they listen to the show just before the betting lines close, they <laughs> will say, bet all of ours. That really hard work. Everybody listen yeah. to the show starting Monday <laughs>
3: when you can't screw us over will. on that. Scott, you want to consumer or can it? Let's do it. All right. We're going to get into uh, consume it or can it. This is the part of the show where we decide whether or not uh, we like the beer and we like the topic. Um, Catherine, let's start off with you. Are you going to consume or can Oktoberfest? Well, I'm, I'm clearly
0: consuming it. I, I feel like this is, as <laughs> Oktoberfests go, it's, it's you know, like you think of an October beer and it's pumpkin-y and it's spicy and all this. It's less than that, which I like. I appreciate. But I do enjoy it. The Fifth and Vine. I say consume it.
1: Consuming it. Scotty K. Dude, I've never had this one for Moreline. I And I've had a lot of Oktoberfests. This is one of the best ones I've had, hands down. Uh, I put it right up there with Sam Adams' Oktoberfest, which mm-hmm. was one of my favorites. Me too. Um, but yeah, as far as local breweries go, this one knocks it out of the park. So I'm consuming the shit out of Fifth and Vine. <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, that's going to be a triple consume on Fifth and Vine, uh, Oktoberfest. Um, I think Moreline did great with this Oktoberfest. Uh, it's... It, I think it's just the perfect time of year. Like this is when yeah, it's you're starting. Ready to, for it. It's yes. like, all right, I'm yeah. I'm, and it's smooth. It's it not too heavy it at all. Is. No, it's five point four percent. So it's it's the type of beer where I can have six of them in a the night and not feel guilty. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it's it, it, well, hold on.
1: Is it a brush your teeth beer though?
3: It is not a brush your nah, teeth beer. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's a good. This call. is yeah. This is not the type of beer where my wife is going to be like, oh god damn it. Uh, it's <laughs> it's a good beer. I would say consume it if. If you see it, definitely get yourself some more Line 5th and Vine. Uh, we didn't really have a general topic of the show today. How about we do this, Scott? You and me. Are we consuming or canning Catherine Nero as our favorite guest on the show?
1: Consuming. consuming. Uh, apologies <laughs> to all guests prior, <laughs> but we pretty much knew she was going to knock it out of the park, uh, and she did not fail.
3: Yeah. That's I don't. I'm not even apologizing <laughs> to the
1: other guests.
3: Well,
0: <laughs> you know what? Either of them could sound like nasty if you really think about it consuming or canning so
1: yeah well I I stand by it I'm consuming
0: (laughs) but no this has been great you guys are awesome Catherine thank
1: you very much I also want to point out that you called me Scott at one point and it was one of the weirdest moments in our relationship ever because because you've called me Scott about five times ever and yeah you just used to you calling me Kaiser it's Kaiser you, you
0: didn't you didn't call him Kaiser and I didn't know if you knew if it was Kaiser on no, I, no, no, no! It's now fine. Now I can come clean. It was weird as hell. <laughs> I know. I never called you. You said it, and I looked at life. you. I was like,
2: huh?
3: <laughs> well, this has oh, been Crappery Sports man. with uh, Mike and Kaiser.
0: <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it should be. That's what it should be. I can't even
2: believe it. <laughs> Only for you, <laughs>
3: Catherine. What's your uh, what's your Twitter handle and your Facebook that people oh, can? Great can find question. You at?
0: It's at NeroWCPO. And uh, Facebook is Catherine Nero WCPo. It's Catherine spelled weirdly because my dad can't spell K A T H R I N E. Hey,
1: so follow her, like her on Facebook. Yes, yes. she's the best. Make sure you check Catherine. I don't just and say that. Because if I you're in
3: the there. Cincinnati area, wake the fuck up early and <laughs> what watch Catherine Nero at four thirty. <laughs> <laughs> or don't wake up. Just keep drinking uh-uh. and stay away. I feel
0: like that's half. Hard that's actually that's <laughs> <better>. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I feel like yeah. it is.
3: That's there's no problem with that. Uh, this has been another episode of Craft Root Sports. Uh, you guys can follow us on Twitter at CraftB Sports. You can follow me at Mike Burlon. Hit Scott up at Scotty K underscore. underscore. Don't even start me on that mess. <laughs> yeah, Nero hates my Twitter handle. I even switched out. it, and Nero still you, hates Nero. me. The <laughs> underscore is, uh, yeah, it's it's Scott's trademark at this point. It <laughs> is. And Nero, thank you very much. You're yeah, welcome. thank you so much. much. Appreciate thank you. Guys. you guys. This has been okay. Craproot Sports. Cheers, everybody.
1: We out.